Robots Radio presents... Rated M for Mature. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever uh, hotfix and episode of the DL Weekly Gaming News. I am your host, Jameson, and I am joined by the lovely... Uh, Brenna. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take lovely. Very lovely. Not today, though. No, not today. We're beating up a little bit from uh, what we're going to be talking about today, EA Play. So uh, we spent a lot of time... <laughs> Uh, down in LA and that was fun ish uh LA is is nice but it got really hot and uh, we were walking around for a really long time so standing in lots of lines lots of lines but uh, we got to see a lot of cool stuff we got to try a lot of cool stuff and I'm I really enjoyed today I want to do more I want to go back I do too I like it it would be awesome if we got uh, content creator passes but that's a goal for next year not even just next year. Later this year, why not? All right. I like we, the ambition. I'll take it. I know. You got to you, you gotta, gotta shoot big. Mm-hmm. You know? Grab the truck by the testicles. I was waiting for something, and I just didn't know where it was going to come from. Comes always comes from left field. So uh, let's go ahead and just dive right in. Some of the big stuff we saw. Uh, we're obviously going to save the best for last, so if you're wanting to hear about uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, better sit your ass tight. <laughs> we're not going to give you the goods? No, no. You had to wine and dine me first before I just open up my legs. Oh, no. <laughs> so first off, we uh, started off with the Battlefield 5 booth, and they were giving us a first-hand look at uh, their upcoming DLC package for this fall. And they showed us some videos and whatnot, but uh, we're going to be going to the Pacific, yeah. the United States and Japan. I mean, we were walking through, all of a sudden we heard like a freaking Japanese war cry. Jamie and I turned around, what the hell is that? And then it was on the big screen. There it is, you know, going over, trying to recreate some D-Day. Which, you know, I've been kind of out of touch with Battlefield lately. And I mean, I played Battlefield 1 and I enjoyed it because I enjoy the more historical aspects of the games. But I have to say, Battlefield Five looks really good. I actually was kind of digging it. They said that there's quite a bit of huge open maps that you can kind of sprawl around in. I'm not a real big fan of open maps, but I know a lot of people are, and that's true to Battlefield. It's having these huge, massive areas to play on. They've got me on the fence. I might, uh, I might be picking up Battlefield Five this fall. Yeah. It depends, but yeah, it seems like it's going to be great. They talked about uh, campaign a little bit. And multiplayer, so hopefully the campaign is pretty good. And if it is, then I'll pick it up. And then uh, we went to the next and probably the most useless booth. God, I was so disappointed. Anthem. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious. The only people, because there's two lines. One of them is for an expedited, if you had reserved for your playtime. And the other is general admission. And uh, there was no one. In general admission, the line for reserved was the only thing, and I don't know who the hell would reserve it. Yeah, and the booth was pretty empty, uh, so we did not go in there. No, no need for us to see anything there. God, no. Not that there is anything for us to see anyway. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we checked out uh, FIFA. They didn't have anything for Madden. I didn't see anything for Madden. Uh, but I know they were showing off some of the new content for Madden, but it's kind of the the same old, same old every year. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's a football game. You throw it, there's new players. Same with FIFA. Yeah. It's kind of same old, same old. But they had a small little, like, indoor-sized soccer field. Yeah, it was pretty there, cool. And they had some players playing, and it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, so the two big events that we were most interested in... um. Well, I guess, Brenna, we'll talk about yours first. Yeah, I'll go over mine. So Sims 4 was there, or yeah, Sims in general was there. Um, so we talked to some of the, well, one of the content creators for them. And um, he said that, you know, we're going to be trying to roll out new things for you guys. And I did mention uh, curved pools in there. And he said that that's not the first time he's heard that. So uh, one little tidbit he said that he's working on is customizable stairs. So he said if anything, before he leaves EA, he's going to make that happen. So be on the watch for customizable stairs. Yeah, him and uh, him and Brenna were gushing over the idea of curved and spiral staircases. Oh, my God. When he, when he said stairs, I nearly lost it. And I said spiral staircases, please. We've been waiting for them forever. And curved pools, still not a thing. Whatever, we got terrain mapping, and that's fine by me. But there wasn't any new content uh, to play. But when they did their announcement and they did their little reveal, they showed that we are getting an island life, which is pretty cool. Sims 3 had an island life, and it was amazing, except for it broke the game quite literally. Broke it completely because you could explore the depths of the sea, which was awesome. You know, you could make a career out of it go diving, find treasures, things like that. You had a boathouse. It was literally just a block that you could build on and you could drive it on the ocean. So freaking cool. Dock it wherever the hell you wanted and then jump off and, you know, explore things and become a mermaid. So this is a little bit different. You're still going to have some underwater exploration, which looks beautiful. Uh, You can be friends with, what, they said dolphins? So you can be friends with dolphins. They kind of peaked a little bit of a mermaid. But for the most part, I still think it's going to be a land-based, but the island looks pretty cool, and it looks like there's lava meteors that can come down, so if you have seasons, I'm guessing there's going to be some cool things with seasons that happen. I mean, Brenna, if we know how a volcano works, you know, when it explodes, it tends to shoot, you know, rocks and lava. You want to see me explode? Maybe. The real question, though, Brenna, is that can I be a mermaid? Do they have a tail and seashells that are in my size? Oh, my. I feel like that's a fetish thing, and I feel like it probably exists. Don't make me backseal you. Oh, God. No, not the, not the ceiling again. So overall, you, you enjoyed The Sims 4 booth, and I, I really enjoyed the fact that we got to talk to one of the game designers who was actually there. Yeah, that was the redeeming quality. I was looking for new content, which might have been there after the reveal. Which is unfortunate for anyone that has a you know reservation to play earlier in the morning like we did. Yeah. Um, it would really suck if all of a sudden after that I could have gone back and just played everything right then and there. But, you know, we're going to get gameplay pretty soon of The Sims. And, you know, we'll see. And so then we went to uh, probably their largest section of EA play, which was 
apex. Yeah, apex was huge. Oh, it was fantastic. So 60 that's players I, at a time. So that's what I had my reservation for. And um, they didn't really have uh, new content. They did have Watson. I haven't played Apex in a hot minute, so I don't think Watson is officially in the game yet, along with the new rifle uh, that she uses. But uh, I didn't get a chance to play her. I played as Octane. Uh, but uh, it was fun. It was really cool just being in a you know booth playing with, you know, 60 other sweaty dudes in a <laughs> shipping container in the dark. Yeah. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I felt like I experienced everything that E3 has to offer me. But uh, they had all sorts of other cool stuff. They had cosplayers there. Fantastic yeah. costumes. Yeah, they had some great costumes. A lot of their gear, though it looked extremely fucking sweaty, uh, it looked really nice, though. Really high quality. And um, they had the picture booth we did uh the yes. picture booth where like the champion screen at the end when you win the game they also had some apex themed snacks they were giving away yeah like some caustic jello shots there were caustics cream or creamery which is oddly erotic and i wasn't a fan of what do you mean it was the coconut ice cream it was delicious i know but it said caustic creamery i don't know did you drizzle the caramel on top i did drizzle the caramel on top from a grenade I forgot that it was from a grenade. Yep. That was, it was delicious. And, uh, yeah. And then they had syringes that were full of some sort of jello, almost like jello shooters. And they we didn't get any syringes. No. They were only giving them away like once every hour and they got sold out so fast. Yeah. I was pretty pissed. They weren't purchasable, but they just were all gone. Yeah. There was a lot of giveaways, which was nice. They gave away a lot of water, which I'm grateful for because, it was hot. you know, Obviously, it was hot, and uh, I don't want to die of heat exhaustion. No, no. And so we also bought some Apex merch. They had some really cool t-shirts available for purchase. Very reasonably priced. Yeah. 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a t-shirt. I'm, And the material is so nice. Brenna is wearing her shirt right now, I am actually. wearing my Lifeline shirt. I like Lifeline. I play her uh, whenever I am playing Apex. So I got the shirt for her, and... You I bought the Bloodhound shirt, and we have uh, we have pictures posted of all of our merch yeah. on our social media, too. So we'll, if you guys want to check it out. Yeah, we'll plug the social media at the end, but if you want to see some of that, it is all there. And we got some really cool Apex pins of each of the characters. Uh, we got no duplicates. No duplicates. I was stoked. Oh, I'm so excited about we that. We went back like four or five <laughs> times, and we got like, I think, what, six or seven pins total? Oh, six apex pins and we have a few star wars well let's 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 we gotta save the star it. wars I'm teasing yeah it. teasing it all right tease it i like it just give, tickle him with the feather a tickle, little bit. Look, god this is an oddly erotic episode have you never seen uh super troopers of course i've seen super troopers get out of here i embody that german man in the porsche oh no oh yeah oh god we gotta play some of that music oh yeah uh wow wow <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah we um we got those pins i got octane gibraltar and bangalore two of my mains octane and yeah. bangalore i was super stoked about that and who did you get Brent? i got lifeline and the new person you, i can't remember their name watson watson and i got mirage which mirage was eyeballing me the <laughs> Oh, the Mirage was very happy to see Breno when we took the pictures with oh. the cosplayers. Yeah, I walked he was, up. He was, all, he was in character. I'm like, oh, God. With the eyebrow ring and everything. I'm like, Mirage, you need to step back. Hey, and you know what? 
Mirage is straight too. He's not gay. They they have confirmed extremely flamboyant. They have confirmed that uh, I think it was Bloodhound. Bloodhound is gay. I love that. And I also think Bloodhound is female. I'm pretty sure Bloodhound is a. Chick. That's a thick bitch. No, Bloodhound's pretty thin. Bloodhound's actually pretty thin. Really? Just have all the they have all the gear and the loose clothing because they're like a tracker. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I I couldn't tell because of the gas mask effect on the voice. It was very hard to pick out. Yeah, I could say so. And the accent. Well, I mean, if they're trying to do like, well, what's Harry Potter? <laughs> Everyone's gay all of a sudden. Uh, J.K. Rowling, what are you doing? Yep. And so then we got to there was there wasn't anything else in Apex, right? We we did everything there. Uh, I believe so. Pins, gameplay. Uh, snacks. snacks. What did they pictures. say? Legendary snacks. The pictures. Legendary yeah. snacks. Yeah. And so then the best for last, uh, Star Wars: The Jedi Fallen Order. We made the mistake though of going to our assigned reservation times in the morning, and the line was three hours long. That was the short line just to do the gameplay. So we waited. And we played the gameplay. We didn't get to do the theater experience. Uh, they were only doing that like twice a day and they had to wristband you. And then even if they wristbanded you and you came back in time, there wasn't a chance whether or not you would get in. Oh, let me tell you how much it seated. How 60 many? people. No, no, that was the gameplay. No. The theater seated more. Did it really? Because I'm it was, pretty it was, sure it, they said 60 for that too. It was inside the, the Palladium. It was uh, actually okay. inside. So, I mean, I've got to imagine it seats every bit like 100 200 people i mean the palladium's a decently sized venue i don't know if they have seats inside i've actually never been to the hollywood palladium yeah but uh so yeah we the event was like right on sunset boulevard driving through there and parking was a nightmare yeah and i'm glad that we got there when we did because uh, oh yeah it would have been trash so we didn't get to sit through the theater experience but that was more of like the the guided gameplay and like what you can find online they have the presentations posted uh, but we did get the hands-on experience, and oh my god! Yeah, I know. It looks it looks good. I'm really happy about that. The mechanics are pretty nice. The moves are super cool. So, so let's 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 yeah, let's, let's start, start in order. Let's it. let's start with the looks. The game looks really nice. Uh, they're running it on Xbox, I think, for the demo. Mm-hmm. And so it's not it's not as good as it could look on PC, but it gives us an idea of what to expect. It looks pretty damn good on Xbox, which means that, you know, it's going to be beautiful when people have their 1080 Ti's on it. Oh, yeah. Very picturesque. Uh, the first mission, the, the mission that we got to play is called Free the Wookiees. Takes place on Kashyyyk, which, if you don't know from Star Wars, is the giant wooded planet planet where the Wookiees live. And... It was it was a gorgeous map, very yeah. interestingly designed. I thought the game was going to be a little bit more open world. It could be just because it's E3 and it's an alpha demo that it was more of a linear mission and a linear map, uh, so people don't spend too much time, you know? You know what I'm thinking they might do is they might have like a home base area that is more open world, but every mission you go to is a linear base level. That's entirely possible. That's entirely possible. Uh, it was. It had kind of an uncharted look and feel to yeah, it. Yeah, the wall climbs and the just the acrobatics. It looked like Nathan Drake, but you know, obviously with a cloak on. They had some fun puzzles in there. 
You had to use your force abilities to solve some puzzles to get past some jumping puzzles or like through some moving obstacles. Yeah, slow things down, which mm-hmm. was pretty nice. I liked it. Is these abilities we'll talk about more? Uh, they're really variable. You can use them as an offense, as a defense, as a puzzle. These things are the entire game, and they work really well. And I like that uh, respawn snuck in that little Titanfall mechanic. They had the the wall runs in there. See the character do a little bit of force wall runs. Yeah, I was a big fan of it. And so, um, I guess now that we talked about how it looks, let's. It sounded good too. Oh my god! When- very, very Star Wars. The music, I had goosebumps. Yeah, they, as soon as uh, the the first click of the lightsaber, it's like you're like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, like I'm. And, and, yeah, it kind of reminded me of like when Kylo Ren activates his lightsaber. It's that very thick. Yeah. Like, power on it's not it's not elegant it's, yeah. <laughs> uh the trooper dialogue was delightful i could have sworn i heard him say fuck you oh i think he did just the ambient dialogue of what the troopers are saying in combat or what they're saying as you're like walking or sneaking around past them one of the guys was like oh man you know one of the guys made it, one of the troopers made a joke i didn't hear the beginning part but he's like well i'm glad we have the high ground <laughs> it was like dying laughing yeah and so i'm it seems like it's gonna be less pg which i'm super stoked about so let's talk about the actual gameplay and some of the combat the combat is so fucking cool it's so satisfying it is really well done and you know what you see the abilities and you're like okay that's cool and then when you combine them together the one that stuck out for me is you know, they're, you can obviously, they're like late photons. And so you, one of them got shot at the guy and he slowed that photon down and then used the force to pull the enemy close to him and then put him in front of that photon. Yeah, and you can do the same thing. You know, enemies are attacking you. Even like the they had one of the Jedi hunter dudes that had kind of the uh, General Griefs' bodyguard, that Electro staff yeah, from like yeah, episode yeah. three. He had those and he was more of like your mini boss. Uh, so he was a little bit more challenging. He had two health bars that you had to work down. And, you know, you could, you know, kill a guy and you could pull, you know, the dead guy in front of him to block an attack. And just the the different combinations and options that they give you in combining your attacks, your dodges, and your force abilities is really quite something. Yeah. And so what Brennan was alluding to is you can do that kind of Kylo Ren ability from Force Awakens where you, like can like force stop things whether it's people or like laser blasts and so that can give you like a second to reassess the battlefield or change the tide if you're like outnumbered by some troops you can you know force stop that tough guy then you know move around weed out some of the littler ones and and then by that time it runs out and you can get back in there and mess them up or you can set up that perfect execution yeah i think there was some some of that with a parry and the parries looked so good if you time them correctly. It kind of reminded me of something like uh, Sekiro or Dark Souls. Like some of the combat looked, it, it looked like it had some like soul style elements, just the way the character kind of moved. And then those parries that if you land these like perfect abilities or these perfect blocks or counters that it can trigger like an execution. Yeah, there's some good parries that have like a slow motion, which was cool. And like you said, there is some really beautiful kill shots. 
where there's slow motion, the camera angle changes, it zooms in, and it's like perfect. So, and it, it does show a bit more intensity. So it's not as PG, which makes me love the game even more because it feels Though real. I didn't, I didn't see any limbs getting lost. I, I really do want to see some loss of limbs. That was probably one of the most enjoyable things about playing um, the Star Killer games. I can't remember. Force Unleashed. It was very arcadey, but it was very kind of fun, you know, when you were, this might sound incredibly demented, but it's, it was very fun, you know, when you would slice off an arm or a leg or even a head of a stormtrooper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They, I, would, I would love to see that in this game, especially with some of those executions. Yeah. Well, with one of the executions, you like rip through the stomach, but the stomach's still attached. I think when I saw him fall, it looked like it he had separated a little bit. Yeah. But didn't, yeah. They break. still use that sort of like hot and bolton look as like an edge of line to say like everything's cauterized and there's no blood or gore. Well, I mean, that's how, you know, Star Wars is. I mean, that's why they call the lightsaber a gentleman's weapon. <laughs> no, I, dead, I know, I know. Dead serious. Dead serious. And then so you play through the trailer and you're right about to... uh release the Wookiees when uh, a K2SO security droid steps out, which if you don't know what that is from that wonderful description I just gave you, uh, you should go watch Star Wars because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is the, um, from Rogue One, that is, uh, what's, what was his name? What the fuck do I know? The robot. I think they just called him K2. Probably. But he was the security robot that the Rebels yes. uh, re- programmed and they gently tell you that visiting hours are over and then to proceed to huck you down the fucking hallway oh yeah into a wall and then the trailer ended there it gave you some you know quick video or the gameplay trailer gameplay ended there and it started a trailer that gave you some yes. uh look at what came next and it showed you just some more of the level and we saw atst uh, some other troopers and whatnot we got to see some different variety of troopers we saw some regular stormtroopers we saw some, like, flame stormtroopers, yeah. which were pretty cool looking. There was your normal scout troopers, and they kind of had energy batons mm -hmm. to kind of fight you with. Um, and then, obviously, the more mini-boss guys, like these Jedi hunters that had the General Grievous-like yeah. electrostats. And then there's also massive animals on this planet. So, you know, that's yeah. one thing you have to worry about, too. There's going to be a lot of animals. Yeah. Overall... Very excited yeah, for this game. And you have I, your little, uh, I forgot to mention, your little BB-1. He's super cute. Sits oh, on your shoulder. Adorable. So adorable. And I swear Wait. to God, if anything happens to this little thing in the game, I'm going to be pissed. When you, use your, when you use your health packs, you know, he like tosses you like a little syringe that you inject yourself with. It's fantastic. And you can use him to do all sorts of little things for you. Scan, get you intel, unlock areas. Yeah. He's very handy. Yeah. And um, it kind of they kind of hinted um, you can see it in the trailer. He hops up, you know, they're a unit and he hops up and the camera follows him instead of the Jedi. And so I feel like there might be a few missions where they you, did show that afterwards. Yeah, you're the BB now. and you're probably going through a crawl space. And so there might be some missions where you're playing as them. That would be really nice. That would be very cool, actually, like to be able to kind of switch back and forth to do little tasks. Exactly, or like cool little um, mini games, I guess, within. Mm -hmm. That would be nice. Mini puzzles? Yeah. And we even got to take a little picture slash video with 
a BB one. Like Wasn't yeah, re- replica. Replica. Yeah. We're really tired. <laughs> Jesus. A replica BB one. And we also got some Star Wars pins, which are BB one pins. Yes. They turned out to all be the same, so we got a ton of them. Yeah. So we are gonna do a little giveaway. Yeah. We have two exclusive collectors edition BB one pins from E three from EA Play. So if you want one of those pins, yeah, uh, go ahead. You have to tune in next. Yeah. Time. Oh my God, no. Uh, we're probably gonna do something on social media. I think, yeah, right? we're gonna do something on social media. So go to our at DL Gaming uh, News on Instagram or Twitter. We'll we'll put it out there on Twitter too. But it'll be something like everyone else does. You know, like comment whatever, and then tell us why you want it. We haven't decided yet. I'll, we'll probably end up posting it after E3. And we'll maybe do, yeah, we'll probably do like a little question and answer thing and we'll pick uh, two winners and we will mail you those. So keep an eye on the social medias. Keep listening to our episodes over the next four days. So we'll be releasing these E3 hot fixes. Uh, tomorrow we have Xbox and Bethesda so with, a, with a potential special guest uh, talking to with us about Bethesda. Yeah, so uh, Robots Radio, who does who is our channel, uh, has a lot of other podcasts that you know Fallout lore, uh, Elder Cra- Elder what the hell, um, uh, Elder Scrolls. Jeez, it has been such a long day. Coffee is not kicking enough, but my we heart up, rate is still at ninety. We were up until one in the morning, I think, drinking, and then we were in the car. It's like seven or eight. Yeah, and we've been out in the sun all day, <laughs> and then it was like a two and a half hour drive back after trying to drive an hour to get food. Yeah, because it's L.A. Yeah. <laughs> And the so, first place yeah. we went to was cash only. So yeah, robots will probably be joining us uh, in tomorrow's episode. So stay tuned for that. Monday, we will be having the PC gaming experience. Super excited about that. You have that. an eye spasm over there? Just a little bit. Ignore just, it. Just I wasn't sure if you were winking at me. But after like, the first like four times, <laughs> I'm like, she's, she's got issues <laughs> over here. Um, and then so Monday, we'll have the PC gaming experience. We will have Ubisoft. We'll have Square Enix. And then Tuesday, we have Nintendo. Nintendo. And so we'll release episodes each of those days. And then we'll go back to our normal weekly patch notes, which will begin next weekend. Yeah. So social media at DL Gaming News. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow us in person, I am at DL underscore Jameson. And I am at DL underscore Mother Goose. And we are... Very happy with E3. Yeah, so far. So we'll see what else is to come. I am excited to see what Bethesda is talking about. Highly doubt they're going to talk about Elder Scrolls, but they're probably going to be going through maybe... Um, what am I thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking yeah, of. It lost me. It's been a day. Why don't, we, why don't we wrap it up? Yeah, we'll wrap that one up. Catchphrases. Oh, to remember to keep it loose. Keep what loose? The goose. Keep the goose loose and ha- good luck and have fun out there. Hey friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. 
I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast, reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere. <laughs>